El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Welcome to You Don't Even Like This Show, a podcast about news, politics, pop culture, current events, and whatever else people are talking about these days. With your host, Adam Todd Brown. Hey, everybody. Welcome to You Don't Even Like This Show, a podcast about news, fuck. Fucking pop culture, fucking <laughs> current events, movies, drugs, whatever we want to talk about. I am your host, Adam Todd Brown. Joining me as co-host this week. Ooh, my favorite co-host of all, no co-host. But I do have a couple of guests who are my co-host on another network podcast called Trend Pony. Jessica Singer and Jen Scott are here. Yeah. Wow. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, Jen and Jessica Bo, thank you for doing the pod for the first time. Technically, you've done Unpopular Opinion a bunch, but first time. Oh, yeah, this is it's new. The rebrand, Henny. New. It's all new. We are talking about some international news. We're doing an international news roundup episode, a.k.a. a what in the world episode. We used to have a whole podcast called What in the World. This first story, big, big news. And I think it counts as international news because it happened in England. An American male tennis player did good at Wimbledon, which that doesn't sound that exciting. But sounds like a cyborg. Sounds like a plant. Sounds like an FBI plant. American tennis is in such a bad place right now. I I know. Ever since I stopped playing, it's really gone downhill. I think that is what did it. I (laughs) I think think so, too. Yeah. I can't think of any other prominent female tennis players who retired recently (laughs) that might have taken the the game down a peg in this country. Yeah, Wimbledon is happening right now as we record this. It's like on. The semifinals are on, and I'm missing it. It's fine. It's fine. Tennis is my my fave sport. I love it so much. Wow. You guys, that's how much podcasting means to Adam. Yeah, well, or how bad I am at scheduling. If I had just... (laughs) like noon and it would be fine but i mean it's carlos alcaraz he's gonna win right everyone knows that yeah Yeah. so wimbledon it it will be over by the time this goes up publicly but it's as we record this happening right now and that ties into uh, a little plug i have up top adamtoddbrown.substack.com i by the time this goes up will have two columns up that relate to this episode because it's an international news episode. One of those columns is uh, about a set of tennis cards, the 2021 tops Chrome tennis cards and uh, me opening them on camera. It's uh, a new video series I'm doing called get open. And uh, I'm going to be oh doing my that God. Part of my stack. And also I have an article about a new version of Donald Trump who has popped up in Latin America. They call him the wig and, uh, Go read all about that. We're not talking about any of that shit today, except Wimbledon in tennis. Christopher Eubanks. Big story. Did either of you hear about Christopher Eubanks? Did the story emanate that far out into the world? Rocked my core. No, I don't know. Yeah, no. (laughs) He made it to the quarterfinals of Wimbledon, 
which I know is just a fancy way of saying he tied three other people for fifth place, but that's kind of how tennis works. Like, yeah, that's still a very big deal. Yeah. Winning a tournament's great, but your rankings and your earnings are dependent on how far you make it Mm -hmm. into a tournament, not just whether you win. And the thing about tennis, I, I already said American tennis is in a bad place. We were super duper spoiled because we had Venus and Serena Williams for all those years. And Serena Williams, obviously one of the most dominant athletes just in general, not just tennis players. But Serena retired last year and Venus probably should have retired like a year or two before that. But she is still going at it, but just barely. And so American tennis, like our highest rated female tennis player has never won a major. That's Jessica Pagula. But her parents are filthy fucking rich, so she'll be fine. As far as men, an American male has not won a major tennis tournament since 2003. What, like Agassi or something? Andy Roddick. Roddick, that's right. Agassi was before Roddick. Roddick was cute, if I remember correctly. There is a women's tennis player right now who I think as of now is the number one player in the world. Her name's Arena Sabalenka. And I uh, call her Sean William Scott Balenka because she looks a lot like Sean William Scott, which means she also looks like Andy Roddick. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Andy Roddick did kind of look like Sean William Scott. That's right. I was that, yeah. She's prettier than Andy Roddick. Maybe not prettier than Sean William Scott, though. That guy is really holding it together. I saw. Yeah, now I'm picturing Sean William Scott in drag, which is just like he has really good cheekbones. He has really good cheekbones, but still a beard too. I would hope. Yeah, I mean, I'm in. I'm for drag with a beard. That's fun. Yeah, I like that. So Christopher Eubanks, it was a really big story, <laughs> not just because an American male went that deep into Wimbledon, but because this guy has sucked for a long time. He's 27, which is like middle age for a tennis player. Like Djokovic is in his mid thirties, but he's like one of those alternate health guys who's probably going to be playing till he's 50. Otherwise, once you start hitting your early to mid thirties, tennis players start kind of flaming out. and. He's just been not good this whole time to the point that he's started dabbling in commentary. Like I've seen him do commentary at tournaments he was also playing in, which way to go in with a defeatist attitude. Like, yeah, I got wild. Like, (laughs) like the tennis channels, just like, hey, you know how you're going to lose real quick? Why don't you come talk about better tennis players after that? At least he's making money. Oh, yeah. It's like when I used to get cannabis sponsors for stand up shows I was doing, I'd be like, I'm doing both angles right now. (laughs) He's he's covering the thing he's doing. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, I would love a job where I just talked about tennis. Like if this podcast could just be about tennis and I'd still like keep the same audience, make the same money, I would do it in a heartbeat. But it's still got to be disappointing to be a player for that long. Mm-hmm. and struggled the way he did because he played in college and he was an All-American twice at Georgia Tech. And then he goes pro and he's just been like playing in the lower levels mostly and like not really even doing that well there. And then this year, he's just all of a sudden cracked the top off. 100. He won a tournament the week before Wimbledon in Mallorca, not a major tournament, but still a tournament that he won and then went and did all of this at Wimbledon. And I was reading up on it. One of the things he credits for his success 
is his friendship with two other tennis players, Naomi Osaka and Coco Goff, who are both really fucking good. I feel like I've heard Naomi's name before. She's not only really good at tennis, like she's already won some majors, but she's also a big mental health advocate. And she did a very cool thing at, I want to say it was the 2020 U.S. Open, which happened right in the midst of all the George Floyd stuff. And at that U.S. Open, she wore a face mask with the name of a different victim of police violence for each round. And I was like, what if she doesn't win and like doesn't make it to the George (laughs) Floyd mask? At least make it to the final round. But she did. She won. I'm pretty sure it was the U.S. Open. Might have been the Australian Open. One of the two. But yeah, Naomi Osaka is really fucking good. Coco Goff is good. She is so good. I, can I find it? He has a shrine. I bought my first comic book in like 30 years. Oh, because wow. Because an Iron Man comic book variant that just came out that has Coco Goff on it. Nice. That's crazy. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, he's friends with both of them. And they are like so confident in his ability that he said it just like eventually rubbed off on him. And now like that's what he credits with all of this success he's having. It did lead to this really, I might've just been imagining it, but he won one match and Coco Goff was in his player's box and the camera kept showing Coco Goff all the time. And then the next match, they kept showing someone who I assume was his girlfriend And they just kept showing her and she did not look happy. And then they finally cut to Coco Goff and she was like in another part of the fucking stadium. I wonder if his girlfriend was like, hey, I was in the player's box, too. Why are you focusing on just Coco Goff? It was very strange. Like Coco Goff was like tennis is already such an in your head game. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah, I didn't know anything about like the relationship with Coco Goff and Naomi Osaka. And it's just it's kind of a sweet story that this guy is having all of this success. And it's just because, hey, my friends are nice to me. That's fun stuff to hear because, I mean, it's such a competitive sport. I mean, I mm-hmm. guess if you're talking like male versus female, that's not the competition isn't going to be as intense. It's not like a man's going to go out and win the Charleston Open or anything. Everyone gets that reference, right? Women's only tennis tournament in South Carolina. I haven't even heard of totally. Right, Charleston's right. a dance in a city, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a dance. It's a dance. Here's a quote from Christopher Eubanks. I think the biggest thing, it's a common theme amongst both of them. They've been saying for a long time that they feel like I belong at this level. The main thing has been reinforcing and instilling confidence. When I'm around them, To hear them talk about the belief, it's infectious. It does rub off on you. I like that. That's good. Aww. It's a fun story. And yeah, go read my sub stack. It's about tennis this week. Pure, unfiltered tennis talk. (laughs) All right. Is this next story sad? I don't think so. I mean, there's obviously details of it that are... Completely fucking tragic, but of sad is the right word. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> sad <laughs> is the right word. But yeah, the main, the, the main, it's not like a feel here. good story either. <laughs> Speaking of oh. Wimbledon <laughs> and 
me saying speaking of Wimbledon will make sense in a second. Speaking uh, of Wimbledon is how I just start every conversation, <laughs> regardless of what I'm about to say. <laughs> speaking of Wimbledon, convicted pedophile Larry Nasser was stabbed <laughs> in his prison cell by a fellow inmate recently, which uh, that's great. That's great. It uh, is great. He does deserve to be stabbed. Oh, absolutely. If people are unfamiliar, Larry Nasser is the U.S., the former U.S. gymnastics team doctor who is currently serving, uh, I think, a total combined sentence of 235 years in prison for possessing child pornography and a multitude of sexual assaults that he committed under the guise of performing medical exams on athletes, mostly underage athletes. And, uh, and I mean like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. I know what he did was bad because I know I watched an entire documentary about it and my brain kept no details. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's bad, bad. That's big bad. That's big bad. Like you see that? I'm like, That's uh-huh. Yep. Bad. That is what it was about. That is 100% what it was about. Blocked it out. Bye. Mm-hmm. Also, Jesus fucking Christ, dude. Ew. Yeah, no, he was like the like a very terrible, terrible, terrible man. So, and, you know, stab him. Yeah. S- stab him. Yeah, stab him up. And it's one of those stories that I personally think not enough has been done about. Like, it's cool that this guy's in prison, but there were people in institutions around him that allowed this to go on for a long, long time. Yeah. Like the FBI. For example, the FBI was notified of all of these complaints against Larry Nasser and waited so long to investigate and arrest him that during that gap, another 70 to 120 girls were assaulted by Larry Nasser. Just something to keep in mind when people like sometimes want to romanticize the FBI just because right wingers hate them now. It's like, no, we should all still hate the FBI. Don't don't worry about that. Maybe and, uh, hating the FBI could bring us all together. Yeah. <laughs> I like to find where the common ground is. <laughs> yeah, the FBI, I believe, got sued by a few of the gymnasts in question here because they also, in the case of Michaela Maroney, like falsified a statement from her to make it seem like this wasn't as big of a deal as it was. And it's like, why? Like, why is the FBI protecting this why guy? Pr- yeah, what does Larry Nasser know that you need to protect him? Yeah, very Yeah, weird. he's a gymnastics person. Coach. Yeah, like... Who could care? What secrets do the Olympics hold, though, you know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, what yeah. does he know that they're fucking like, well, he's not, like... Okay, whatever. I love that people think that the Olympics are not racist. You're literally racing races. <laughs> <laughs> but on the bright side, like we said, there was a little additional justice handed down in the Larry Nasser case recently. And by that, I mean, again, he got fucking stabbed a bunch of times in his prison cell. And to tie it all back to Wimbledon, the guy who stabbed him was a fellow inmate named Shane McMillan. And what he says happened is he and Larry Nasser were watching Wimbledon. And Larry Nasser made a comment about wanting to see a certain player. And Shane McMillan fucking grabbed a knife and stabbed him in the neck 
chest and back. Was it so, a knife or was it like something he, I thought it was like a self-made stabbing yeah, device. Yeah, it was like a shiv, probably, yeah. like probably a sharpened toothbrush handle or something. <laughs> and yeah, he like later on stabbed Larry Nasser in his prison cell. Four inmates pulled him off. Larry Nasser survived, which that part seems like a bummer, but this is like the second time he's been assaulted in prison. And I'm fine with this guy living to be assaulted more in yeah. prison. Like he he deserves a few of his own, no doubt. They're just <laughs> examining him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they yeah. just need to see what his insides look like really quick. Yeah. If I was a prisoner in there with him too, I would be like, okay, so you're in prison for this and you are still making these comments. Yeah, fucking get stabbed, dude. Yeah. 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 And Talk about not learn a lesson. They don't like in the articles I've read, they don't really say exactly what he said, which I don't need to hear that. Mm -mm. And they don't name the player he was talking about, but that's easy detective work. This happened last Sunday. One of the matches happening at Wimbledon that day, Anastasia Potapova versus Mira Andreeva. Miri Andreeva is 16 years old and also really fucking good at tennis. but. That's clearly wow. who he was talking about. And so, yeah, he's sitting around watching Wimbledon. There's a 16-year-old on the screen. He says something gross about her, and he gets fucking stabbed over it. Good. That's great. Good. That's yeah, that is perfectly fucking fine. Like he said, he just, like, he needed to do it for medical purposes. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. We're just putting Sometimes. the shit inside you. <laughs> Sometimes you're the doctor, too. <laughs> <laughs> what that's what i would say to him Be like it's sometimes i'm also a doctor <laughs> <laughs> that's what you would say uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. now do a flip all right <laughs> let's talk about a sex creep getting justice <laughs> in a different way sure yeah. <laughs> yeah, when, as I was doing these notes, I was like, my God, there is a lot of assault. Yeah. <laughs> I also, I also I noticed every that. Day. <laughs> how I feel wild. every day. My God, there's a lot of assault. <laughs> Look at this little world. <laughs> Look at how much assault. <laughs> it's a small world. This next story, just like Wimbledon, also happened in England. Nottingham, to be exact, which is just the Englandiest name a place could possibly have yeah that is where 39 year old shane nash he attacked and raped a teen at a park close to the school the girl attended she was walking home from school and he just like like you see in the movies just grabbed her like fucking random out of the blue attack i fucking hate that but the thing about england is they are way 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 ahead of the curve when it comes to having surveillance cameras fucking everywhere like England has been a surveillance state, especially like within London and in those general areas for such a long time. And so, of course, this guy was caught on surveillance cameras leaving the scene of the crime. And as it turns out, he's got a really weird walk. So weird that two days later, a pair of random cops just out doing a routine patrol who had seen this footage of him leaving the scene saw him walking with two friends and they were like, 
I would know that walk from a million miles away, bruv. I want to know what this walk looks like. I know. Dude, this motherfucker is a hop, skip, and a jump away from getting arrested at all like, times. In my head, it's just like the silly walks walk where he's just like. Yeah. like the history of silly walks. Yeah. Exactly. He like only jumps on one foot. <laughs> the truth is, he really just has a bad back. <laughs> it's just. Can't stop hopscotching. Yeah. These, uh, he can't these... stop hopscotching. <laughs> yeah, he skips. <laughs> Skips everywhere. <laughs> when he went to grab the girl, he hopscotched up to I lived in San Francisco for a while. And one of the things I always commented on about San Francisco is it's like one of the few places where I've ever been where I was like, there are not enough cops here. Like, I, I no, never seen agree. <laughs> Yeah, there's like no cops in San Francisco. (laughs) And you know that's the case because there is surveillance video out there of rapper Two Chains getting robbed in San Francisco. And he tries to run and he does. And the guy robbing him skips after him. Like he doesn't even run. He just does a jaunty little skip after Two Chains. And it's like, that's the freedom that comes with knowing all your cops are like eating salt and pepper chicken wings and firing off racist texts to their colleagues instead of doing police work. Wild. Uh, San Francisco. You're overrated. I I fucking, I don't, I've never, (laughs) you've, you've been like once. No, that's not true. I've been several times. I've been with you once and I, that's, and that was a weird trip. Um, It was a very weird trip. Every time I go to San Francisco, it's a fucking weird trip. It's a strange place. That's for damn sure. So many hills. I love it, but I haven't been in a very long time. Yeah. It's mid. I think it's mid. (laughs) (laughs) So when these cops spot this guy, they immediately make a U-turn. They go talk to him. He's still got evidence from the crime, like on his person. He had a red sleeping bag that he was just carrying. And like, what's such an obvious object? Yeah, like, what's with the sleeping bag, too? Was that like, well, I mean, I'm going to assault you, but I don't want you to be uncomfortable. I'm going to at least lay down a sleeping bag. You think bag. it's for her? It's for him. <laughs> yeah, so they end up arresting him. And he was also apparently wearing the same clothes that he was wearing when he committed the crime, which that's just sloppy crime work right there. I'm going to go ahead and jump out on a limb here and say he's probably not mentally well. Probably not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or just not that smart. He might yeah. just be stupid. You know? Both should be true. But I was going to say. Combination of both. Combo. This is a quote. After viewing the footage the previous day, the officer's eye was immediately drawn to Nash's distinctive walking style and his eye square shoulders in it, bruv. Does not say bruv. In Nottingham, we take opscotching to assault very seriously. You cannot opscotch to someone and rape them. Opscotch. It says in it, it says bruv, and it says cunt, but spelled with two O's. Kunt. Kunt? Mm -hmm. All of that is Um, in the quote. It's very British. Very, very British. He walked kind of stupid, kind of had a sleeping bag. It was red, kind of a fucking idiot. We told him, stop, stop hopscotching everywhere. Couldn't listen. 
What if he like walks on his hands or something? <laughs> I need to know how this fucker walks. That's what I'm he's, saying. Yeah, he's oh, a bit I of a crawler. To. He crawls everywhere. <laughs> All right, this next fucking story. This has taken the internet by storm. An Italian court has ruled that groping isn't groping if it lasts less than ten seconds so long so stupid this is the dumbest thing i've ever heard 10 seconds is so long <laughs> yeah. if someone walked up to me and put their hand on my shoulder for 10 seconds like second six i'm gonna be like get off me what are you doing second three <laughs> yeah yeah no. i might just like flinch when they put their hand up there like yeah, yeah. the last yeah. time an older man put his hands on my shoulders i said i don't like that and it was definitely with less than 10 seconds. So now, <laughs> now imagine if an older man had his hand down your pants. No, thank you. That he'd is way, what... He'd be like one less hand. Yeah. Yeah, this motherfucker's lucky he didn't get kicked down a set of stairs. Yeah, dude, bitch. that motherfucking hand gets ripped off that day. <laughs> but you guys, you guys, it was just a it joke. It was 10 seconds. It was just a joke. It was, it was just, just a joke. Was just, you know that joke where you just put your hand down pants? Sorry, I'll let you talk about that. It's a spicy a joke because he's from Italy, right? So, mm -hmm. yeah, the, the way it happened, this girl was walking up the stairs. This guy's a school janitor. She's 17. He's 66. She's walking up the stairs. And I imagine her pants were probably like sagging a little bit or something because she had to pull her trousers up. And when she did... She felt a hand inside them, not only inside them, but also under her underwear. And she turns around and this guy goes, love, you know, I, I don't know why he's got a British accent. We're in Italy this time. Uh, she turns love. around. <laughs> love. No, I was a joking. It's a me, the janitor. And uh, yeah, he goes, love, you know, I was just joking. And he like later admitted that he did it, but again was like, I it was just a joke. You know that <laughs> funny joke where you put your hands down a teenage girl's pants? Is that not funny anymore? <laughs> Back in <laughs> You just you just can't do anything anymore. <laughs> Getting canceled I hate for the most that. Yeah, stuff. wow. <laughs> Fucking so angry about it. And so he ends up going to court. And judges of the fifth criminal section of the court of Rome acquitted him because in their words, the whole incident lasted about five to 10 seconds. And they bought uh. the defense's argument that it was just done as a joke. And I think each of them should be groped for five to 10 seconds. Yeah. Like bring them balls over here. Yeah. And it's just a joke. Grab them for 10 seconds. That's so long. It's so fucking long. So long. Ew. It has turned into a TikTok thing in Italy where users are posting videos of themselves or someone else touching a sensitive body part while a 10 second timer runs down to show people just how long it is. Like, try it. Go out and just... Go out in public if you're listening to this and you think this is no big deal. Just go make eye contact with a stranger up close for 10 seconds. 
see how long it takes to get real uncomfortable. It's going to be about and see four how seconds. long it takes for them to hit you in the face when you're like, I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah, it's this thing I did to make you uncomfortable. Very funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't get it. You don't got a sense of humor. <laughs> Yo, I mean, no, it's no, like no. you just don't get the joke. Yeah, I yeah. just don't get it. I and also, also like, don't think that time is real. And if anyone is touching you, that time slows down. That's that's a fact. This is the kind of thing I think of whenever I hear someone say some bullshit like, well, if it makes you happy, don't let anyone tell you not to do it. <laughs> <laughs> this guy if makes him happy. Makes you happy. <laughs> Go grope a 17 year old girl. No, yeah, that is. That is toxic positivity of the highest fucking order. Within reason, you need to have your <laughs> sense of humor tested, first of all. And yeah. um, if this you is the punchline. Yeah, the punchline is trauma. But um <laughs> love that. It's most punchlines, so not even yeah, a good joke. Yeah. <laughs> Don't right. you just hate it when the child you touched. <laughs> Hack doesn't hack. get the joke. <laughs> I hate it. that I work at. The school hack. that I work at doesn't really get my sense of humor. <laughs> uh, what didn't Bill Murray pull some shit like that recently? Probably. Like he was on a movie set and it got shut down, and it was because he did something inappropriate with a female co-star. And his public statement was basically, ah, I thought I was just joking. And I think he like straddled her on the ground or something like something really weird. Well, Jeff, uh, the guy from the gold, Jeff Garland's response to his assault allegations oh, was yeah. like, well, you can't hug anybody anymore. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> everyone, <laughs> we all, we all just need to relax and be able to take a joke. Yeah can't just touch Jeff, people jeff garland classically did stand up at um a show i was at and instead of telling jokes talked to me the entire time he was on stage about a diet coke he was drinking and the color of my hair too super good at comedy super yeah. loaded with jokes dude <laughs> guess who did his set for him by existing it's me. that's always fun <laughs> Well, uh -huh. you can't hug anybody anymore. Oh, it's such a good joke when you just hit on the girl in the front row the whole set. <laughs> yeah. Also, what does he think's gonna happen that you're gonna come up to him afterwards and be like, "Well, guys, no. What did happen is I crawled on stage, opened my little mouth, and sucked that cock. That's what he. That's what he wanted. Yeah, that's what you do when Jeff Garland's on stage. And that's um, how they don't call him suck my cock Garland for nothing. <laughs> yeah, no, that and like we've been together for a while now. And <laughs> you know what, Jen? I'm really happy that you know how to take a joke. You know what? <laughs> I wasn't convinced it was funny until he took his dick out. And then, you know what? Hilarious. I was like, this guy, <laughs> he's so good. He's so he's a really good comedian. These other dames could learn a thing or two from you. <laughs> you know? Guys, I have never sucked Jeff Garland's cock, but everything <laughs> before that was true. <laughs> you know who Jeff Garland does look like? An Italian janitor. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. You know? I tied yeah. it back. I tied it back. 
would you look at that? It's 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 a me, a rapist. <laughs> All right, yeah, that's our episode. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's hey, me. Hey, hey. <laughs> All right, let's get some Asia coverage handled before we get out of here. We don't have to talk strictly about Wimbledon and sexual assault. Oh, we don't. What? No, let's talk I about three-eyed fish. If I'm not talking about tennis or sexual assault, get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> Let's talk about the Fukushima <laughs> nuclear reactor. Remember sure. that? I'll sure. settle for some nuclear reactor. I'll stay. <laughs> Do you remember that? It got damaged by a tsunami back in 2011. Like worst nuclear disaster since Chernobyl. Wasn't as bad as Chernobyl, but it was pretty fucking bad. One of the issues that has developed there since that happened, which it's 12 years now, is all of this radioactive water has been building up because they use water to cool the nuclear reactors so they don't melt down. And this water has nowhere to go. It's radioactive. It needs a forever home. But for now, they just have to keep it in these containment units. There is 1.3 million tons of this water and they've been trying to figure out what should we do with it? What should we do with it? What should we do with it? And they finally landed on the coolest idea. They are just going to dump it in the ocean. Uh, and yeah, the ocean hasn't been mad at us at all lately. We should do that. <laughs> yeah, that's probably why the fucking orcas are attacking. It's a protest to this shit. <laughs> Water, it just about killed her. <laughs> and <laughs> this is a thing that lots of countries in the region are not excited about because it really does amount to just dumping radioactive water in the ocean, but water that has been put through some kind of treatment process where most of the radioactive and harmful elements are stripped away. And the international atomic energy agency has been monitoring this plan for like two years and they swear it's safe, but there's one chemical that, is left behind when this water goes through this process. And the Atomic Energy Agency argues that there's not going to be enough of it to cause any problems. But then there are people on the other side of that who are like, hey, you don't know that. Like, we don't have any kind of studies for what this chemical being in ocean yeah. water long term is going to do. And so, like, there's all these countries in that region who are very opposed to this plan. China especially is super duper opposed to it. South Korea did their own study and they were like, we actually disagree. We think the water going into the ocean is going to be a bad thing that will cause all kinds of problems. And like people who rely on the fishing industry in Japan are like, you know, no one's going to buy fish from us anymore. If you do that, right? Here, here's the thing. If it's all contained now, why can't we just leave it where it's all contained? These Storage facilities are at capacity or nearing capacity. Well, just le do we need to add more to it? Yes, to keep the reactor from exploding. I've got an idea. Why Let's don't Mr. It. Janitor and Mr. Doctor <laughs> drink it up? Drink it up, boys. Drink, slurp, slurp. Get to slurping. 
It's not a bad Fleur, idea. Fleur, Let's get Fleur. Bill Murray in there too. Slurp it up. <laughs> slurp it up, boys. Slurp, slurp. Get that yeah, nuclear waste in your tummies. Only for 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah, what and you it, just throw it back up like Steve It's fine if it's only fish. 10 second slurps. It's fine. <laughs> it's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's just a joke. It's just a joke when I need you to drink radioactive water for 10 seconds. I'm sorry. You don't have a good sense of humor. You don't get Why don't it. you get that? <laughs> this reminds me of that time Obama went to Flint after the Flint water crisis broke out. And he was like, oh, of course I'll drink this water. And he like did that thing where he's like, uh, uh, <laughs> and just put like a drop on his lip and was like, see? And then he lit a I match and he caught on fire. <laughs> yeah. And then the table exploded. It was weird. I don't remember that. That's so funny. That's so. Yeah. That's, people, uh... were, people were not impressed. He was like, oh, no. absolutely drink this water. And then just took the mildest sip. <laughs> It's like a from like a guinea pig fucking spout. <laughs> like that glass needed to last him a month. I feel like we really do have enough janitor gymnast doctor types to slurp this shit up. <laughs> I think we do too. I think we make all the all the rapists drink all the atomic Just water. Just ten seconds. Just ten, Just ten seconds. seconds if we had each, if we had each person who's guilty of sexual thing, uh, even just minors, go. Yeah. go <laughs> Slurp 10 seconds of this nuclear waste. I mean, Problem the duggers alone Prices? would have it covered. <laughs> like, you'd be good. There's so <laughs> many of them, yeah. I wash yeah. my hands of it, you know? We're clean. Done. done. Containment who? I love the plan, personally. Yeah, I don't me know too. Why you. I, don't, I don't know. I think I think we're all on board for that, Jennifer. Yeah, and I think if it wouldn't good. work, someone in the chat would have told us by now. So Yeah, no. Um. Absolutely. The chat knows. <laughs> And yeah, this is already impacting like the fishing communities in Japan, just like they have been worried it would. Hong Kong has already announced that if they release this water into the ocean, they're going to ban imports from 10 specific areas in Japan and that that ban would include all live, frozen, refrigerated, dried or otherwise preserved aquatic products, sea salt and unprocessed or processed seaweed. Why and don't they freeze it? Speaking of frozen, they could f they should freeze it. The water? Yeah. Then, it's then just it like would stop contaminating other water. You just freeze it and it stops. It's radioactive ice. Yeah, but then it's not spreading to more water. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't I know what I feel so smart sometimes and everyone well, is so dumb. Well, I mean, I, there's got to be a reason why they can't do that. I think my question. I just don't think would, they're good problem solvers. <laughs> I think my question would be more: Why not just build more storage facilities? Yeah, like that. Yeah, maybe they're yeah. Like that. That seems like it would maybe be an option too. I don't know. Or, what yeah, the answer doesn't seem like to me is put it in the ocean. That like seems no. like number one. Why not has the that answer? been an answer to so many things? <laughs> seems like we got a lot of 10 second janitors running things here. <laughs> I just wanted to start calling people 10 second janitors. <laughs> 10 second Italian janitors. Gotta get the fuck out of here. And do not explain it when they ask. Nope. Nope. Come here, honey. Listen to the podcast if you want to know. So, yeah, South Korea has not taken those same steps yet, but they probably will. 
also, because again, they did their own research, so to speak. And they were like, nah, we think that's going to be a problem if you dump all that radioactive water into the ocean. We actually yeah, hate that. you think? Yeah. We actually aren't good with it. It's our ocean too, said South Korea. They were like, hey. Oh, speaking of that, this last story. Oh, this one's weird. This, this one's is weird. so fucking touch grass. I think we all saw this coming. <laughs> I know we talked when about it. I think about week. this. This is what I think about. Yeah. Yeah. I know we talked about it, not on the pod, but just in, you know, when we were all hanging out, you know, just growing out. Mm-hmm. I know this mm-hmm. came up. The Barbie movie has sparked an international controversy in the South China Sea, which God, that's a weird sentence to say. But the South China Sea, back when we did the What in the World podcast, we did a bunch of episodes about it. It is a weird, weird place. It's very important strategically. Like if we needed to fight a war with China and couldn't get through the South China Sea, we would have big, big problems. That's why we're friends with Philippines, even though they execute drug users and things of the like. But what's happening in the South China Sea is there's all these islands that various countries claim ownership of. And in recent years or decades, China has swooped in and started basically claiming those islands as their own. So there's all these like some of them Vietnam owns, some of them the Philippines own. And China is just coming in and being like, no, actually, we looked at the maps again and we own those. And in the areas where they can't claim that they own islands, they are literally dredging sand up from the ocean floor and building islands. They are making islands in the middle of the ocean and putting like fucking military bases on them, which would be so unsettling if you were the Philippines. Why are we making the ocean so upset? Yeah, we need to. We should just not be there. Stop building islands. Yeah, stay out of the ocean, just in general. Land is not to create; it's just to like appreciate and like. I saw saw a meme the other day, and I saw someone do a stand-up joke about this the other day. Of like, you know, what's really scary about the ocean is that's just the top. You know what I mean? That we can, yeah. that we can yeah, see. Yeah, no, totally. We like, don't there's know most so of much it. more underneath there. You don't know. Yeah, that's... You can just see the lid. Yeah. 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 No, I totally. I don't like it. I mean, I love I, I love that the ocean. I love there. it, but I, I just, just respect it. We need to be there. Yeah. I don't think that we should be knock, knock, knock fucking shit up. Like, knock, knock, <laughs> let's destroy your whole world in there. Well, also, yeah. Just let yeah. it. The mermaid let people the... will be coming. Yeah, I think what's down there is scarier than mermaid people. Yeah, yeah, like that's the best <laughs> definition we could come up with. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, oh, you think they look like us? They are so much scarier. <laughs> yeah, China's gonna start a war with the fucking aliens fucking around in the ocean like this. That's yep. stupid. The ocean belongs to the fishes and the aliens. That's that's who gets the ocean. We get the and land. The fish aliens. Yeah. Aliens can have the mountains too. You know what? We don't need to be up there either. They can they can have those. We yeah. We'll take this. No sharks, no aliens on our land. We'll be fine. So, but if sharks we'll do fine. ever make land, we're fucked. Like we're obviously. I love fucked. thinking about sharks making land. Yeah, land shark. Yeah, hell yeah. Seems cute. Yeah, and that's always my argument when people are like, "Oh, you have a better chance of getting struck by lightning than you do getting 
eaten by a shark. And it's like, yeah, because I'm on land all the time. I'm never in the ocean. I'm never going to get bitten by a shark. Yeah, I mean, you know where lightning is everywhere. You know where sharks are one place. Yeah. What? Also, yeah. also, sharks aren't in like shallow water. Like, just don't fuck with their space. Oh, that's not true. There, I mean, there was a story. It was a couple years ago. Okay. But- <laughs> What? No, like, I saw attack- a shark like close, like not even that long ago. Yeah, shark yeah, but like they don't really. F- I don't know. I mean, like I feel like I respect their space. They respect my space. I'm not trying to go up to a shark. Yeah, there was an incident a couple years ago where two girls were playing in like shallow ocean water, and a shark just fucking hopped out of the water. Hopped probably isn't the right way to say it. I like hopped. And, yeah. Me too. <laughs> and bit one of the girls in half and just <sighs> swam off with her fucking torso like imagine being the other friend and having to be like mom something happened two girls one shark two girls one shark <laughs> two girls one shark it's the name of this episode <laughs> so anyway That's back awful. to china in the south china sea they use oh, yeah. a thing called the nine dash line to justify their claims of ownership of these islands and it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a nine dash line that if you see it on a map, that map agrees with China. And if you don't see that map or you don't see that nine dash line on that map, that is a map that believes those other countries own those islands. Ooh. And that's where the Barbie movie comes into play, because there is a scene that in the background, there's a map on the wall and film sensors in Vietnam saw that map and thought they saw the nine dash line on that map. And they were like, well, Barbie's on China's side. So we aren't going to show that movie here in Vietnam. And so then that news made its way to the Philippines and the Philippines were a little more level headed. They weren't going to just deny their citizenry of the Barbie and can experience without looking into it and making sure things were actually what Vietnam said they were. And after meticulous scrutiny of the film, that's according to Philippine censors, they were convinced that the map, in fact, did not show the nine dash line. Here's a quote. And God, I love this quote. Instead, the map portrayed the route of the make believe journey of Barbie from Barbie land to the real world. Yeah, because that's like integral part of the story. I, I love I love when government agencies have to issue statements like that. (laughs) <laughs> that is funny <laughs> and also i like so how crazy. film nerd that sounds they're like no, no no no, you don't get it that is integral to the plot it's like calm down calm down it's the barbie movie everyone involved needs to fucking get a life <laughs> a little bit yeah like probably even including the barbie movie for all i know i haven't seen it i is mean it, it comes out uh the 21st hmm it's not out. There's so much marketing. It's insane that people in other countries were looking at a map being like, I don't know if this is going to sit well with our citizens. Like, it's not fucking, only a map. It's a Barbie map. It's a yeah. pretend. No one is drawing this conclusion besides you and your crazy little government bubble. Well, your that's map Barbie's policing shit. Well, I think that's basically what the Barbie movie said, too, right? They're just like, we didn't mean anything by anything. (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy to think that the makers of the Barbie movie would be like, I know what we're going to get in the middle of. 
the South China Sea controversy. Like, why would they care? I mean, other than like appeasing China, which movies have to do all the time. But I don't think that was the case here. Like the in another quote that I didn't put in the notes, the Philippines, like the agency that looked into it, they were like, you don't even see these the countries involved in the dispute on that map. There's just like a dotted line. There's just lines. Whoever just lines. decided this needs to go outside. <laughs> yeah. But go I mean, outside. You, you see shit like this in movies. And they did eventually come to an agreement where Warner Brothers is still going to like blur those lines out when the movie airs in the Philippines. But yeah. that's silly. Like, Woo. even if it did depict that, do you think people in the Philippines were going to see that and be like hey is that the nine dash line no one going to the fucking barbie movie fucking now they are because they brought it up now they're gonna be looking for it yeah now they're gonna be trying to get knows about nobody knows about your nerdy ass map lore yeah this same film nerd who gave that quote is gonna be selling like bootleg nine dash line versions of the barbie movie in the philippines it's not blurred out in this one bro it's not even blurred out you see him so funny only for like 10 seconds, though, so it's fine. Hey, we did it. I think that's our episode, right? I think we so. Applause for us. That was more fun than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, yeah. We did a good job <laughs> keeping it lighthearted, even though we talked about some horrifying shit. Look at the cat. Well, kitty. Well, we came up with a solution to all of the problems. Slurp, we did. Slurp, we did slurp way. it up, baby. Run slurp deal. it up. We did. Yeah, that's crazy that we got so much done in the I span of just over an hour, you know? I love being a world leader. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Being an influencer is great, you know? Being, you know, having this kind of sway over the public <laughs> rules. I'm going to go find some lines on a map to get upset about. <laughs> <laughs> on a Barbie map. But go yeah, find... no, not a map that's any official map. I need <laughs> yeah, it to no. be in the background of a film <laughs> about a about a toy. Yes, 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 yes. I need yeah. a fictional film about a doll. I want to get a mm -hmm. mad at their map. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Philippines did point that out, too. They were like, it is a cartoon map. It's not <laughs> even a real map. I'm like, renting is... Lego movies. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, From the still, it looks like the countries aren't even, like, drawn right. Yeah. It looks no, like blobs. <laughs> it would be way more interesting if there was, like, a, like, insanely accurate and detailed <laughs> map of the South China Sea back there. It's like, damn. That's a different movie, you know? Barbie Barbie's movie Detail. Barbie seems worried about the nuclear waste. <laughs> so, Barbie is worried about the nuclear waste. Me too. For 10 seconds at a time. So, <laughs> only. thank you both for doing the pod. I appreciate it. I already plugged my sub stack up top. I don't have nothing to plug. What do y'all got? Jen, uh, yeah. give me money. <laughs> oh, um, I didn't give me money, please. Yeah, give me money. I actually have a new like wish list app thing, a website called Throne, which is cool because I don't like supporting Amazon, so I've never had an Amazon wish list. So I like that there's that. So if you want to buy me something on Throne, you can. It's mostly just like random clothes and stuff I want. But also, um, yeah, I'm gonna like. Huh? Is that throne like a chair or like throne like like yeah I, like a like a king sits on? Are they spelled different? No. Well, no, like throw like if you throw something out a window. It's spelled no like no like 
T H R O N E, not yeah. throw. So they are spelled different. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then also, I mean, I have shows, but I post them on Instagram. Uh, I don't know when this comes out, but I have a show the 18th. And yeah, I'm starting to stream again. I'm starting to sleep streams again. So if you want to watch me sleep to feel not alone while you sleep. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Oh, wow. Okay. Go on. Yeah. So if you want to watch me sleep uh please do i've been doing it on tiktok though because like i don't want to bring my computer into my room so you gotta follow me on tiktok to watch the sleep streams and they are when you think they are (laughs) (laughs) of the day Um, maybe jessica i got some people watch you sleep um they can't Um, (laughs) but they can watch me do stand up Around LA, I got a show the 22nd, the 25th, August 4th. There's one after that. Also, also, I can finally tell you guys what? that I am going to be on Worst Cooks in America season 26. Love Ooh. it first bite. Uh, the, series, yay, yay. the season premiere is uh, August 6th. I'm going to be on TV. That's so yeah, baby. awesome. It's really yeah, exciting. Baby. Watch me be bad at cooking and hopefully also charming. Right. Hopefully. Hopefully. I'm just praying. <laughs> you have the Please. villain edit. Yeah. I, I would love to get hat. a villain edit. I'm just excited to be a talking head, to be honest. Very nice. That's yeah. awesome. Thanks. Uh, Very excited. And I think that's it, right? Yeah. Get out of here. Sounds good. Yeah. Jen, say goodbye. Goodbye, I love you. Jessica, say goodbye. Bye, guys. Goodbye, everybody. We love you.